The Indians are coming, three T20s, three one-day internationals. They'll be as dirty about life and cricket as we are after what happened in the, the semi-finals of the T20 World Cup. This promises a lot on it, even though it's not a fully armed tour, if you will. There, there are some players not available, one of them being our own Trent Bolton. Virat Kohli's not over either. Yeah, disappointing from a, a spectator's point of view, um, and I will be one of those. I'm heading down there on on Friday to watch the game in Wellington. I just fingers crossed the forecast is wrong and, and they can play. Uh, but yeah, it's it's the it's un, the unfortunate byproduct of the cricket landscape nowadays. And I think you see it in a lot of other sports as well as people's appetite to just watch more and more grows. And I get it. And there's more on TV and there's more money getting pumped into the game. Uh, you know, players just can't keep going for 19, 11 months of the year. So yeah, that those great words, rest and rotation, come to the fore and missing out on the likes of Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli from India. Um, it's not ideal um, and I'm sure New Zealand cricket would be disappointed in the ticket sellers and promoters but um, that's the way it goes Let's talk about Trent Bolton he's in an interesting situation he's coming toward the end of his career he is our best bowler no doubt he's had an absolute stellar career he's chosen to go off on the T20 circuit or not play at all and he's uh, said look no more New Zealand cricket contract as a direct result he's not been chosen for this particular series he may not be chosen again we don't know the, the question here for you, Jacob, and thanks very much for joining us again, is do you pick this guy because he is the best of the best or do you sacrifice the possibility of winning an Indian series because you want to develop in the future? And this is going to be something I feel that is going to happen quite a lot in the future to a number of teams globally. Yeah, I think it's the latter of those points you raise. I think it's New Zealand cricket and the selectors probably saying we're looking long term. I mean, Trent's, what is he, 33, 34 years old. He's played for New Zealand for... He actually started playing when I was still around. That shows how old I am, or how old he is. But um, he's been around a long time, and he's been an absolute, you know, legend and stalwart for the Black Caps. So uh, we can't deny him. Well, I can't. I don't can't speak for others, but I don't deny him the opportunity to do what he's done and to make that decision. He's played a hell of a lot of cricket and represented New Zealand well. And if he has only got another couple of years of bowling a, a kookaburra in him, then I think go for it. You know, and if he's going to get throwing the, the dollars at they do throw at the best players in the world, then fair enough. He's got, I think, three kids now. As I say, he's into his mid-30s, and it's fair enough. And I, I'm i sure, and we saw at the T20 World Cup how good he was. He's still good enough to play for New Zealand. I'm sure he still has the passion when he pulls that shirt on and the black cap on play and to bowl well for New Zealand. But obviously the selectors have decided, hey, with long-term in mind, we're going to look at some other players. The balance is interesting, isn't it? Because the possibility of beating India in two home series, not saying he's absolutely the whip hand, but he'll take us a very long way toward that versus future success. It's almost sacrificing current success for future success. Should that be the way cricket works? Well, you could say sport, no. I mean, you're playing for your country in any sport. You are supposed to be trying to win or winning every game, and and that's a given. I mean, you don't go there to not win, because that's the flip side of that, obviously. So, um, But but you, as I said before, you, you can't roll out the same 11 every game, and I think as well there's got to be a point where you start to have a look at some players to see what they've got, and that's when the longer-term view comes into it. You wouldn't have an, a whole bunch of 11 rookies playing. You wouldn't make that decision. But if there's an opportunity to have a look at a young bowler coming through, and you know what, this is the opportunity where maybe Trent Bolt steps aside for one of these young bowlers, um, then so be it. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, like you said, it's a very fine balance between a win now 
and a win down the line philosophy. And obviously, at the moment, the selectors are looking at the win down the line philosophy. And, and as far as the depth is concerned, in that fast bowling situation, do you think we have it? There are players to step into that breach. And you say young, but increasingly, Jacob, they're older players, aren't they? New Zealand cricket are starting to choose guys who know what they can do. They've built themselves mm. a good career, and they almost come the ready-made product. And I look at a guy like Tickner, for, for example. We, we've got the talent out there. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I, I've been saying it probably probably about seven or eight years now um, about the depth that has been created through you know, giving guys a go and, and creating that depth and that competition in the whole squad and the whole mate in the whole first class cricket scene. Um, so the, the talent is absolutely there. Um, it's, you don't replace Trent Bolt easily. Um, and look, Trent Bolt might be back for the subsequent series or you know matches. We just don't know. I don't think we should talk like we've seen the last of him. But um, you don't replace Trent Bolt that easily. And and I don't think we're going to find someone for the Indian series who can do Trent Bolt like things. But Who's to say that if you give someone like a Blair Tickner or Ben Sears or you know other guys around the country an opportunity and they get that experience and that exposure and they can really grow and learn from from their successes and failures, then then we may see some you know outstanding talent um, you know twelve months, eighteen months down the line. Do we need to apply the same process to James Neesham? He hasn't got a New Zealand contract. He's still been picked for this side. Surely we can develop our all round as well. Should it work for him too or, or not? Yeah, it's a really good point. And obviously, I'm not privy to those discussions around the selection table. I mean, maybe they felt like there wasn't quite the quality in the all-rounders status coming up behind Nisham and so they felt like their hands were tied to continue with him. I mean, the, the other thing is, I mean, Nisham is well, much like Trent Bolt. Like, let's be honest, their performances, they do warrant a place in that in that squad. But maybe that's, that's the thing. Or may, I mean, I'm sp- absolutely speculating here. Maybe Trent Bolt said, no, nah, um, I'm okay to be left out of this, whereas Nisham said, no, nah, I want to play. I don't know. I'm purely speculating, but I, I think we've seen a precedent before with the likes of Colin Monroe and Mitchell McLennigan that if you choose to go down a freelance franchise 2020 player, then then you the selectors do quickly look for others. But it's a really good point about Nisham. Um, he's still there, and he's I'm sure he'll still perform well, and, and then he'll bugger off to the South African 2020 League in January, February, and do a great job and, and make a lot of money there. And last but certainly not least, and always a pleasure, Mr Oram, thanks very much for joining us. Martin Gupta, we haven't seen the end of him, have we? No, and I, and I hope not either. I mean, it's, well, it's not nice t- talking like that about anyone who's been around for a long time. And he's, you know, Guppy's a good dude and he's been such a, a good performer for New Zealand. I was there at his debut when he got 100 and I think I was injured, which is probably rather ironic. But um, uh, I was around then and, I mean, he from the start, you know, he had the skills. You knew that. Pace didn't worry him. He had all the shots in the world. He had the ball well. A great fielder, unbelievable fielder. One of the best I've seen. So, it's not nice to talk about the end of someone's career, but then again, I don't think it is. And, and I just read from the articles that he has the hunger to get back. Stead said the selection door's not closed. And, and if you go on those statements, then I think if he turns out some runs and, and Finn Allen, you know, stumbles, which I don't hope, hope happens because I love watching him smoke it all around the park, but it just creates that competition again. And, and it means that everyone's trying to better you know, each other to get in that starting 11. Looking forward to the season to be jolly. Cricket is on our doorstep. Jake, this won't be the last time I pester you, mate. Thanks very much for your concepts, your thoughts, your ideas, and your lovely manner. Always good to chat. Cheers, Darcy. Appreciate it, mate.